All right, let's dig a little bit deeper in rugby league this morning. Andrew McCulloch is on the line. Good morning, Macca. Good morning, mate. Thanks very much for having me on, mate. There's a fair bit going on, isn't there? I want to start with the pre-season challenge, won by the Broncos, so an extra 100000 in the back pocket. Do you know where that where that spend is going to go? Yeah, well, I couldn't imagine the players getting it. But, um, <laughs> yeah, look, yeah, it goes to the funds there somewhere. I'm, I'm not sure what they'll do with it, but hopefully something uh, worthwhile anyway, rather than just putting it in the bank, maybe give it to some things in the department that need a bit of extra cash, maybe. Yeah, I think when Manly won it last year, mate, they, I think they split it with the players as well. I reckon they went half and half, and I think there was an investment in some sort of like a, a sauna or something like that. I think off the top of my head. So you know, it's it's not to be sneezed at, but it does raise the question about what we took out of the preseason challenge. So, with your Brisbane hat on, what, what did you take out from the aside from the fact that you ended up on top, but from the two games that you played in those preseason challenges? Yeah, it was an interesting one. Obviously, the Manly one, um, probably a lot of players' opportunities now from you know development lists or Queensland Cup to sort of stamp their name and give themselves a really good chance of um, playing a bit of first-grade spot. So, um, yeah, it was really good. And I think um, you know, the way they've reformed in Manly, obviously didn't have many of their players as well. They needed to do um, you know, obviously being first-graders and worthy of opportunities throughout the year. So that's on the Brisbane side. What did you learn from how much that you saw of the Dragons throughout the first couple of games? Yeah, it's interesting. One, I think you know, the first half in that first game when the Dragons played South Sydney, they were reasonably reasonably strong, and they, you know, I guess, towards the end, a little disappointing in their results. Obviously, South had a number of players out as well, so it's hard to take a, a fair bit out of that game. But they were, you know, like I said, they. Bounced back really well against um, the Tigers the following, you know, the other day in Mudgee, which was a good, strong performance. I think Shane Flanagan, yeah, you know, would add a word to his players about, you know, preparation certainly for round one really creeping up and how they needed to, you know, respond from that performance the week before. So it was, it was really good performance, and I probably, yeah, you don't want to take anything away from the Tigers, but I think the the Dragons probably were the standout team on the weekend in terms of performance and how dominant they were. Speaking of round one, so everything's good to go, mate. They're all they're all over there and they're ready to rumble in Vegas. So it's creeping up very quickly. What's the word from inside the campers? Uh, Brisbane prepare for the Roosters in the second of that double header. Uh, yeah, it's hard. I think just being away over there in LA at the moment, it's it's you know the distractions is going to be the big thing, and being able to you know Kevy's going to actually really reiterate back to his team that what they're there for. I think being able to, you know, the occasion not get the better of them and think about other things rather than their performance at their hand because it gets a little bit lost. I think I've been over there playing over there and actually, in fact, this is round one and two points is up for grabs. So mm-hmm. I think that message will be very strong from Kevy and how they want to start their, their campaign this year and uh, against a team who's obviously full of quality players. And I guess, you know, Trent Robinson, um, you know, the Roosters are probably renowned for starting the year slow, but. By all the indications, a lot of their big names played last week and played some big minutes, so they're certainly up for this game. That's the thing. We've been speaking about it uh, in the build-up to this one, Macca, about the the two sides of the Vegas adventure. There's the promotion and, and I guess, you know, what's the future of the game in America. That's a really big part of the reason why these four teams are there. And, of course, this is a long-term play, so everyone will get their crack at it. But at the end of the day... The coaches and players are there for two points. So I, I can imagine if you're Kevin Walters, if you're Trent Robinson, if you're JD or if you're Anthony Seabold, you are reiterating the point home that there's 80 minutes of football here and there's two points on the line. And 
And once that gets to game time, that's the only thing that they should be focusing on, which is a hard balance given everything that's going on around them. Yeah, previous experience at all, you know, when I've ever been away to something, it's a little bit different. Your mindset does try and change a little bit what throughout the week, but it's just hard to get back to. And I've been on the end of end of receiving end of some floggings when our preparation hasn't been right or our mindset wasn't right on the game at hand and vice versa when we've really switched on the bunker down and made it, I guess, in a little bit of a camp and somewhere different and exciting for us. Um, we've obviously played really well and got the points as well. But, yeah, it's a big occasion, but... Um, in the scheme of things, two points is two points, and, and the players got to realise that what they're there for. It's not so much obviously the, the landscape of LA or wherever they may be based. Um, it's about performing on that night and getting the points. Mm. The World Club Challenge. You played in three of those games. In fact, you defeated Wigan twice. I think when you're playing for the Broncos and then lost one to Warrington. Um, it was a controversial one. We would love to have all the angles of the bunker over there. Um, it's a bummer that it played out that way because it was some fairly dubious calls out of it. What what does the World Club Challenge mean to you as a as a past player who's competed in it? And now, when you take a look at Penrith v Wigan on the weekend, yeah, well, that was kind of at the start of the year, I guess. They, the concept for a, a lot of the Australian teams going on at the start of the year for the World Club Challenge is, like I said, a good experience in being able to bunker down and try to get your preparations right for the start of the year. And Penrith, you know, there's probably a few, a few, sorry, a few, um, you know, adjustments, you know, new players, the new, the new start of the year with a lot of players who come back from injury and probably the higher the grand final as well. So it's a big ask going over there and playing against Wigan. They are a very physical side and you certainly know you're in for a game where, um, in terms of their crowd, they let you know that you're there. And, um, yeah, I quite enjoyed the game. I knew it wasn't um, the right call. Some of those were a bit um, interesting calls, but I thought the Bevan Trench try was a try as well. So that was uh, another one that I thought could have gone either way. Um, but yeah, it's certainly a thrilling game, and I think both sides really ripped into each other. And just on the Super League over there, the discussion around whether or not the NRL should look at purchasing the whole thing, holus bolus, there's obvious advantages to have cross-code um, or cross-competition experiences and the back-and-forth of players. You, you plied your trade in the NRL throughout the entirety of your career, so you didn't do the Super League like a lot of players do at the back end of their career. But how do you how do you view it, mate? Do you reckon that's a, a good investment opportunity because of the benefits where we could trade players however it plays out? Yeah, I guess. And trading players, I never really thought of it that way. That that For that instance, it would be very good. I think in terms of extra games, it would be very hard to squeeze any more games in, in terms of clubs versing each other unless they're trial games. I think the the year's probably pretty jam-packed unless you're going to probably drop something out. Um, you know, off the top of my head, Indigenous All-Stars thing's a great concept, so I can't see them changing that anytime soon. Never, ever going to change Origin. So I find it hard to slot in some extra games, but in terms of trading players or that sort of thing is a bit real benefit. Um, and the way they could probably manage both competitions is very, very strong. But if that happens, if the Super League are willing to do that too is another thing. All right. Before I let you go, it's only the start of the week, but I may as well get your tips for those two games over there in Vegas. I know how you're going to tip the second one, but Seagulls v Rabbitohs first up. Well, I just I feel without Cody Walker, I think South will make a couple of weeks just to adjust and get going again. I, you know, they're a strong team, so don't get me wrong. I just think out of the blocks, they might be... 
Uh, tad slowish, uh, and I just think Manly might be up. I think they've got you know nearly full full team on deck, barring maybe one or two players off the top of my head. But I just think without Cody Walker and those clinch moments through the game, and I think the attacking and obviously the length, the width of the field will play a bit of a role into that in terms of attacking-wise. So, yeah, I think Manly will be a close run. So it's a flip of the coin, but I'm just gut feeling tells me Manly. Any confident or bullish about the Broncos against the Roosters? Oh, you can never be, uh, you know, you always got to be bullish here when you're versing a team like the Roosters, well coached. Um, you look at that 17, it, it, it's such a strong team. And like I said earlier, the, the way their trial form is that it's a little bit unlike the Roosters. I think they just play hadn't got another trial of the game in before this main one. So they did play a lot of minutes. And, you know, I reckon they'll be right to go to start the year. The Roosters, they need a big response after probably inconsistent year for their standards after last year. They certainly finished the year off pretty strong, but in terms of what their normally high standards are, they'll be looking to start the year off pretty strong. And look, Broncos have probably got a bit of a point to prove and they've lost Serby, they've lost, you know, Fleggy, some key players there, and those guys really need to step up. And be interesting to see after the high they've come on if they can continue on a, another way or bounce back and, you know, try and get back into the competition like they have been. Good on you, Macca. Have a great week, mate. Cheers, buddy. Thanks for having me on, mate. Thank you.